You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. from carolinek.co and you're listening to snippets of genius if you're a client show guest weekly listener or friend of mine welcome back if you're new to the show it's great to have you here and i hope that this is exactly the inspiration you've been needing to become the person you most want to be each episode is your reminder that anything is possible I speak with the world's most impressive leaders, entrepreneurs, and innovators to share their stories from the big lessons to the unbelievable moments of taking their ideas global. Our conversations are your guide to burst your next opportunity wide open. Hello and welcome back. It's Caroline Kay. I'm your host and the sound in your ears for the next 30 minutes. I'm really excited to dig in today into what has been keeping me busy over the last 12 months, three years, my whole life. Well, who's counting? But basically, I want to talk to you a little bit about why high performers, and I include myself in this very broad generalization, are great at what they do, but they know there is another level for them. And I've seen a really big shift over the last few decades, working in the world of agencies, developing business plans, creating strategies to work with the biggest and the best and create world-renowned work, that there's been a serious shift in what's expected from the people on the ground, so to speak. The people doing the work, creating these fantastic campaigns, the people that are developing the solutions to the world's big problems. And that has been a fundamental shift in how we see the world, how we want to play our part in the world, and ultimately what we really want from our jobs. Now, I'd really love to know, and and drop me a comment, send me a message on Instagram, let me know what you think about this. And if you agree, or if you just feel the same, that really it's gone from when we're back in the 1990s You know, we were really concerned about being acknowledged, promoted, valued, seeing that in our paychecks, seeing that in some awards. I remember back in the day when there was um, opportunities to be the best fill the blank of the month and you would be given a, a little trophy or perhaps a lovely voucher for something and some drinks would be shared and people would celebrate that you've work really hard and achieve some great results and that was our level of expectation back in the 90s things have moved on though fast forward into the 2000s and I'm leaving those fairly broad (laughs) is up to sort of modern day shall we say and you know things changed a bit you know we wanted to really have that feeling of belonging 
We looked at businesses to provide us with culture. We looked to make sure that, you know, we had a feeling of being able to be vulnerable, to talk about what it is that we're doing, what we don't know, what we do, go on training programs, develop us, have a keen sense of learning. And I think that's continued for a long period of time. But this sense of community, belonging, teams was really, really important to us. Fast forward to today, things have changed again. Today, we need more, (laughs) to put it simply. We have come out the back of a pandemic, a crisis. Let's not go on too much about that. We've all talked enough about it. We know what it was. We know what's happened. But the key point is that things have shifted. They've really shifted. And what it means today is that we need more than the recognition. We need more than that knowledge that we're part of a strong community and we're respected for what we do. We're now looking about how do we contribute? How do we make a sustainable, valuable difference? How does what we do align with who we are? Our values are so important. They energise us to take action, both emotionally and physically. We have become value-centric. This is the big difference. This is the big shift that I'm seeing. The way people think about work has changed for good. And this offers a huge opportunities for employers to be able to create the environments where talent flourishes. I truly believe that when you align with someone's values, nothing will move your people faster. Every single person within a business is looking to achieve what they were built to do, what they were made to do, that that brings them alive, that fills them with energy, that makes them feel that, you know what, I've got this. Give me that. I'm in my zone. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to lose track of time. I'm going to do this until the point where I've forgotten (laughs) everything else in the world because I've just been so focused on what I'm doing. And that's where we need to be. We need to feel alive. We need to feel like what we're doing is worth something. It's more than just about numbers. But at the end of the day, when you do what you're brilliant at, the numbers will come. But there's a lot that gets in the way. I mean, let me tell you, at the end of the day, we're not walking a straight line. We have challenges, emotional, physical, these things come at us in different directions. So calling on my own um, experiences in the last year, I've had heartache, I've had body ache, I've had body breakages, I've had torn ligaments, I've had very damaged tennis elbow. And When these things hit you, and I'm sure some of you can resonate with having an injury at one point or another, maybe not the same as me, but these injuries throw us off course because we suddenly can't do what we've always been able to do. We can't have the stress relievers that we normally have, that ability to go go for a long walk, go socialise, go play the sports we love. The things that just allow us to have a release from doing the day-to-day. And when these things happen or really big events happen in your life, the loss of a loved one, the death of somebody in the family, or someone you care dear about, these things are a massive smack in the face. These things really knock you off course. And our ability to build resilience and to bounce back is something that's talked about in the media to the point where it just makes me think, yeah, okay, we've all built resilience, sure. 
it's fine to say build resilience, but you know what? Building resilience is a lot of crying, it's a lot of heartache, it's difficult. What you really need is the tools in your toolbox to be able to handle it, to bounce back, to see the gift, to see the gift in the opportunity that has been given to you because of the, the situation you find yourself in. That's quite a big thing to say. How do you find the gift in losing someone you love? How do you find the gift in having your heart broken? How do you find the gift of being humiliated, embarrassed? Whatever it is, how are you meant to do that? Well, this is the journey I've been on, ladies and gents, for the last, I would say, over the last year. It really has been a journey. And trying to remain calm, clear-headed, stress-free and positive when you are handling life and work's biggest challenges is not easy. But there is a way. And that's what I'm excited to talk to you about today. The fact that out there in the world, there is a very clever man. His name is, uh, oh gosh, he has a really difficult name and suddenly it's just gone from my brain. Shirzad Sharmin. There we go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See, it's not that easy to remember. Don't repeat it saying it is. Okay. But Shirzad Sharmin is one clever chap. Okay. Went to Stanford, did his stuff. He learned about the best in neuroscience, performance science, positive psychology, cognitive behavior, new name it. He did it. And he went on his own journey and he's an inspiring chap to listen to. You can hear some of his talks, just literally Google positive intelligence in his name and he'll come up. The point of what he does is he helps you rewire your brain through neuroscience to have a different response to the one that you've always had, to the one that's been built in, ingrained, that is actually not helping you. It's putting you in a vortex of negativity and a spiral of despair and not allowing you to perform at your best anymore. And believe me when I say those feelings are normal when you're facing a crisis, But how long are you going to stay that way? How long are you going to keep putting yourself through that process of grief, of pain? And they're not something to shy away from. They are something you need to go through, you need to deal with. It is a process and it's there for healing. But how long do you want to stay there? That is when positive intelligence, no word of a lie, has profoundly changed who I am, how I operate and the way I show up in the world. It's about setting healthy boundaries. It's about self-care. It is about thinking about how you can fill your cup first and go out there and serve the world the best. All those things are fundamentals that I've been learning and practicing for over the last, I would say, three or four years now. Four years, about four. But this steps it up a gear. This is actually about how you react in those moments to become your best self how you take a step back from just reacting to actually considering what's the best way for you to move forward in this moment. And this is what has been just absolutely phenomenal in terms of the ways that you can, once you've learned these habits, it's basically habit formation that allows you, instead of this event happens, react negatively, as this event happens and find the positives and find the way to find the gift and find the ability to move forward positively. All your bad habits live as a muscle. 
and you don't fight muscle with insights. Reading about it was great. I mean, I did. I went to the beach for, for August and I sat and read about it and I thought, wow, this stuff's powerful. This is interesting. Wow, look at the examples. Look at the things they've done. It's helped teams perform 37% better. It's helped people live 10 years longer. It's helped them make more money and much, much more. That's great. How do I do that? How do I put that into practice? And you cannot fight muscle with insights. I'm going to repeat myself there because that's so important. You can only fight muscle with muscle. And this is a systematic way to rewire your brain. And the really good news is that in just six weeks, with intense focus, your old muscles are going to lose the battle and your new muscles are going to form. And it's something that I think if everyone out there in the world can receive as well, wow. (laughs) I mean, when all of us can go out there and do our best work and not be thrown off course by life's challenges. Yeah, what could that mean for you? What could that mean for your business? So in all of us live these saboteurs, the different ways that we self-sabotage. So self-doubt, that comes from having the judge, going into a victim mode, you know, poor me, why is this happening to me? And basically, you know, drowning in self-pity and not moving yourself forward. You know, being the avoider, oh, well, I'll deal with that difficult task later. Oh, we've all felt that one before. But the point is, when you think about how do you come out of that? How do you move forward positively? These are the five powers that help. So there's empathy, explore, creative, navigate, innovate. And all of those sound positive, good, happy, great, things that I really love that all, you know, aligns with who I am as a person. I love creativity. So bring it on. Innovation. Yes, please. How do you do it? And the the best thing about it is that with these five powers, they all lie within us. Every, even if you think I am not a creative Caroline, I can tell you right now, you have the ability to solve problems. That makes you a creative. You have the ability to get up in the morning, see something's not working and go, yeah, how am I going to fix that? And, and maybe it's called someone to help you fix it, but that's still solving the problem. What I'm saying is everyone has the ability to navigate a problem, to explore possible solutions, to have empathy for themselves and the situation, not get stressed out about it, find the best way forward, maybe come up with some new ways of fixing the problem. Either way, a creative solution is there for you. There is an answer. This amazing chat, Sherzad Charmin, has everyone got that now? <laughs> I'm really going to stick with having to remember his name. This amazing chap, he's done all the research, all the science, and he's worked through it and broken it down into these 10 core saboteurs that are through all of us. I must get him as a guest on the show. I feel like that's a prompt for me. I've said it out loud. I'm going to do that now for another series. And he really helps us to be more more positive, become better problem solvers by taking all of those amazing things through neuroscience, cognitive behavior, performance science, and he's broken it down so that you have all the things you require to build the mental muscle, have the powerful results, build up your mental fitness. And when you do this as a collective, you have the foundations of better team performance as well. So this can be a real game changer. We need to get out of being in survival mode, which let's face it, we have all been in survival mode through the pandemic. The negative emotions it's drawn out, God, there's loads of them. Isolation, loneliness. I mean, I think I went on the news today and I saw about 10 articles about people feeling lonely out there, disconnected more than ever, even though we're more connected than ever. You know, the world is sort of 
upside down still. We've come out the other side, but where are we? Are we in a better place? I think there's an opportunity for us to be in a better place. There's an opportunity to find success, to develop our peak performance. And I love that. I love this idea that we can really excel, that we can actually achieve what we want to achieve. And you know, when you are achieving, when you're getting results that you want in your business and your life and you're doing your best work and you're in that flow state, you're in that zone where you've forgotten all time, that's when we're happy. In my view, we could all use a bit more of that. You know, you can be better parents, you can be better bosses, you can be a better employee. Inside all of us is the biggest saboteur. I think I should talk a little bit about the saboteurs now. The biggest one out of all 10 is your judge. That's your inner critic. That's the voice in you that, oh boy, it's nasty. There's a, there's a really good exercise and a process that you go through to sort of explore and see what your inner judge is like. Oh, mine was awful. Snarling, sneering. Oof, wow, nasty. And that's the voice that judges you. That's the one that says, what's wrong with you, you idiot? Why did you do that? Well, you're going to fail tomorrow. Who do you think you are trying to do this? If you've ever heard that voice, that's your judge. Whatever your current circumstances, no matter how good you have it, it's not enough. You will be happy when. Fill in the blank. You'll be happy when you get a job. You'll be happy when you get married. You're going to be happy when you get promoted. But you're not happy now. Why is that? I do a lot of work with my clients on really self-care and considering the best ways to look after ourselves and our our mental and physical state. And some of that, big part of that, I find is is practicing gratitude for what you have. I do feel that's a really strong backbone just to just be present, recognize what you've got, be thankful for what you've got. And you know what? You've got more than you think. We can all sit in this virus of feeling like we're not enough. We haven't got enough. We're not there yet. When actually you've come a long way, you're doing all right. And yeah, you're still striving to get further and to get bigger and to get better. And I am with you for the ride. But at the end of the day, you are doing okay. And at the end of the day, it's enjoy it. Life is short. We're not here forever. It's a good idea just to take stock and and just enjoy the moments of everything that you've built around you. When you can weaken your saboteur, specifically your judge, which is, it's it's the most brutal one of all, you can take away its power and then you can really start to combat the unhappiness, the self-doubt, and you can learn to focus on making you the best version of you so you can go out there and do your best work now part of this show I'm I'm going to drop some links um, in the show notes by all means please go ahead and go check those out because there's a free assessment to know your saboteurs so you can dive in a bit deeper (laughs) don't have to me listen to me (laughs) telling you about every single one but what you can do is actually understand what are your saboteurs what are the the lies that the saboteurs tell you and that's a really big thing you know because at the end of the day Our saboteurs are built, I mean, they they live in a region of our brain that is all about protecting, surviving, finding our way, navigating our way through childhood to be, if we do this, we get rewarded. If we do this, we get punished. Okay, things, you know, learning right and wrong is one part of it. But the other side of it is learning what makes you obtain love, obtain friendship, 
be respected, thought well of. Know what you, your peers, your family, your mentors think badly of and therefore what you believe is bad without understanding a broader range of circumstances, etc. As you grow up, as you become adults, as we come to be the people we are today, those saboteurs aren't always helping us. A lot of the time they've made us who we are and they've helped us to get to where we are in a good way. But at some point there's a turning point and they actually start sabotaging us. And it's this that we need to overcome. We need to understand the lies of the saboteur and help ourselves move forward. I hope that's intrigued you enough to go check out yours and see what your lies are. And now I want to talk about those five powers, the ability that you can strengthen to become more positive, to find ways to have deep compassion, love, forgiveness for yourself and for others. How many times have you beaten yourself up for doing something wrong? How many times have you gone, oh, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I did that. Oh, how long have you stayed in that place because you've upset with yourself because you didn't do something you knew you could do better? Having deep empathy, acceptance and love can get you out of that space faster. Okay, could have done better. So actually, what's my action plan to get better? And how can I start that right now? And move yourself into a positive, fully actionable place where you're on the move and you're going towards your goals again. Not sitting, beating yourself up in a corner. You wouldn't even do that to your worst enemy. (laughs) Why do you do it to yourself? But we all do. The opportunity to explore is a really big one. It's really about this beginner mindset, which I love. We've all built ourselves up to be experts in our field, to know things that that others don't. They come to us for our knowledge and expertise and experience. But actually letting go of our presumptions and, and actually just going into things curious, inquisitive, and just with that beginner's mindset of what can I learn today? Wow. When you do that, you'll always learn something new. You'll always take yourself up another gear. The ability to innovate is another great one. It's so exciting. It's about thinking outside of the box, thinking of ways to solve problems in a non-obvious way. And innovation can be so much fun, especially when you're with a team of other creatives, when you're with people that think slightly differently to you. You can just find so much joy in this space. To navigate that deeper sense of purpose, your inner compass that guides you, knowing what's most important to you, what you value most, that's going to help you to align with the clients that are going to change the world the way you want to see the change. The way you can become that change by doing the work with the people that light you up, who want to do the same things you do, that want to see the changes you do. And then my favourite of all the five powers is Activate. Even in the middle of the biggest challenges, being calm, clear-headed and laser-focused. You can move into action. Oh, you can be fierce. (laughs) You can do it calm, you can do it clear. Oh, and with such confidence and ability that you have when you have got clarity and line of sight of exactly where you're going and what you need to do. You can look every client you have in the eye and deeply emphatically talk about the actions that you're going to take, the ways that you're going to use all of your powers 
to deliver the very best solution. And I could tell you when you do things like that, wow, people are ready to strap in, buckle up and go with you on the ride. Everything that happens to you creates opportunity. Going on this journey, this exploration into yourself to go deeper into what it is that makes you who you are, the ways that you sabotage yourself and the ways that you can actually break free of that and step into your highest potential. Here is where lies the biggest opportunity to become everything you want to be, to do anything you want to do. You know, most people start things and 80% quit after a week or a month because it's too hard, it's too difficult, too many other things are getting in the way. What if we had the strength? What if we had the ability to keep going, to take the actions that others don't, to shift ourselves up into that area of elite? What would that be like if more of us could do that? I want to see a world in the future that is more simple, where we can live our lives happily, where we are free of this negativity, the stress, the anxiety, the disappointment, the self-doubt. And actually, we have this ability to feel alive, alert, feeling woken up by the fact that we are doing the work we were put here to do. Every problem we face can be a gift. I mentioned that before. I wonder if you'd like me to explore that a bit more and tell you a little bit about one of the gifts I had to to really uncover and to find. Um, Oh God, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. I must be a little bit mad. But okay, so the biggest thing that happened to me last year, my very closest friends and family know this, but the rider world doesn't. So here we go, big share, is I separated from my partner. This was one of the hardest things I've... I mean, I moved country for this guy. Uh, I loved him. I felt he was my soulmate, felt he was the one for me. And when we broke up, it was like the rug was pulled out from underneath me. I had no idea. Didn't expect it. <laughs> the reason I didn't expect it is because we never, we had never had an argument. We never, we had never fought. And we fought a little bit, but you know, like general boring stuff. Not, not big fights. Not like we were shouting at each other and weren't enjoying each other's company. The thing was, it had become a bit like company. And when we broke up, it continued. We stayed friends. I'm doing the inverted comma bracket things because what? (laughs) How do we stay friends? And the thing was, when you're still in love with someone, when you still desperately want that person to be in your life, trying to stay friends is one of the hardest things (laughs) in the world. And that can seriously have an effect on your focus, drive and ability to stay on track. So... Going through this work, understanding how my saboteurs, my victim was huge, understanding how, you know, this isn't about just what's happening to me. Of course, I am definitely the victim in this story. (laughs) But at the end of the day, the other person in this relationship is obviously going through something as well. And the ability to empathize with that, to explore what's going on without it breaking down very, very quickly into, oh, I can't believe you're blaming me. So it's my fault. So it's something I did. But to actually listen, it's not easy. Wow. 
I can tell you the first time I completely failed. I went straight into the fight and the argument just like I'd done before. It was only when I came off the phone and I went, oh, wow, that happened again. I just did it. I just went straight into victim mode. And I was, you know, we're shouting and blaming and yeah. So do you know what? I'm going to try that again. I'm going to try neutral ground and I'm going to channel all my five powers and I'm going to find a way through this. And I did it. And I spoke to him and I really listened to what he was telling me. And it wasn't about blame. It wasn't about anything I'd done wrong. It wasn't about me. It was about things that were going on in his life, in his journey. And I'm on my own journey. And yes, I've done things wrong along the way. And absolutely, they've been misread and misunderstood. But we could finally have that conversation. We could put it all out on the table and then we could really think about what are the ways that this wouldn't be a compromise? What is the ways we can have each other in each other's lives at no detriment to the other? What could be good for us? What could be the way that we move forward? And we explored ideas and we, we innovated and we, we navigate a very, navigated a very difficult conversation. And at the end, we came out with it and we went, okay. We both know what we're doing next. We both know how we're going to interact. And, and from there, we've managed it. And it's been okay. It's been good. Oh, it's been good. I've <laughs> been coming home happy. I can get off the phone to him and not fall into a massive puddle of tears or be thrown off work for a couple of days because my heart is broken. I've been able to piece myself back together. I've been able to focus back in on my work 110%. Anyone seen my Instagram, you'll see I have been all over the place, meeting, greeting, having fun. And I'm telling you, that comes when you've got balance in your life, when you have resolved those difficult challenges. I only wished I'd done it months before, but I didn't have the tools and the resources to help me navigate that in a really healthy focused way that got me back on track focused on me doing my best work so I think I've shared with you a little bit about this today and I hope even sharing a little bit of my story helps you realize that whatever you're facing there is a way through it you can fight back all those negative feelings and emotions there is a way to flip that into positivity into an ability to find the, f- the positive way forward that's going to be right for you. I'm going to see how many times I can say positive in a podcast. But this is absolutely it, guys. And I mean, I cannot advocate it enough. I hope that some of the stories today and some of the explanations of, of what it is and, and how it works might be something you'd want to explore in terms of what building your own mental muscle might look like, giving you the ability to be free from life's biggest challenges. If you would like to explore that with me, get in touch, drop me a message. I'm here, happy to tell you a bit more about my own personal journey and share with you how this could potentially work for you. That side, dive into positive intelligence, do the test, find out the way that this could work for you. What are your big saboteurs? What do you need to combat? Find out how much your brain is serving you versus sabotaging you. And if you want to talk, I'm here. It's been a blast. I've loved you guys for supporting me, following me and sharing with me what you've learned through this series. I'm so excited for the next series, which will be launched out on the Marketing Podcast Network. Look out for updates. If you haven't already, subscribe to my newsletter, The Burst, 
just go to carolinek.co, sign up there in the footer and make sure that you come back for the next series of Snippets of Genius. Thanks for listening. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.